Okay, well, welcome, listener, once again, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, uh, the podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot um, neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I am joined, as ever, to my right, by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rod Stiles. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you for asking, Paul, and how are you? I'm, I'm ropey. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm battling through here. More than usual. <laughs> I, I am the Bert Troutman of podcasting. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've got a filthy call that I got from uh, my travels in the UK, and uh, I'm, I'm coming up the end of it, but uh, yes, it's, uh, it's pretty ropey. And no doubt I'll be saying the same next week. Thanks, Paul, in advance. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure I've got this very sultry voice, yeah. so my apologies, uh, dear listener, for that. I can tell you you haven't. <laughs> um, so yeah, full disclosure, um, we're taping on Friday, I'm going to hope to get this going um, as soon as possible and it will include the transatlantic pod that we uh, uh, we did whilst I was over in the UK and that will be uh, like a DVD extra of, of some description. <laughs> no pictures, it was very early here. Um, Alright, so here's what we're going to get through, we'll look back at the week of international football. Um, then we'll preview the games that are involving our resident supporters groups, clubs, um, and as well as any other games of interest this weekend. There's also the first round of Champions League matches, and then we'll finish with uh, A or B, any bits and bobs of football that has made us happy this week. Uh, and then at the end we'll, we'll leave you with the DVD extra, uh, our chat uh, across the pond um, that I wasn't able to edit because I was just so busy and or ill. So. No paycheck for you this week. <laughs> it's true. I know. I, I failed like fairly miserably. I mean, <laughs> and I am miserable. Let me tell you. So yes, uh, he yeah. is. <laughs> As always, uh, we want you to get involved. We're footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot on the Twitter and Instagram accounts. Uh, soundcloudcom slash footy from the foot. Uh, tell two friends, and that's where you can find all of our previous episodes. And the website is footyfromthefoot.com. Well, let's uh, get straight into it then. Uh, the international break has just happened. We'll start with England and Bulgaria. Uh, well, England uh, per se, really. Uh, looked like a fairly routine win uh, for, against Bulgaria. I don't think that Bulgaria are going to do too much in the way of uh, get qualifying. They didn't look particularly very special. A couple of chances, though, Paul, which worries me. I mean, defensively, England, yeah. they need to sort this out, actually. Um, Maguire doesn't look... Anything like the player he is that Manchester United have bought. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why he doesn't play Gomez. I think he's the fella's just absolute pure class. And yeah, for sure. I don't know what he sees in uh, Michael Keane personally, but uh, obviously uh, <laughs> he got two games. But maybe Gomez isn't fit. But I think he's the way forward personally at the back there. The other thing, you know, obviously we had a really good win. It was a bit of a barn burner against. Kosovo with 5-3. Who look really good as well. They look like a fun team. Yeah, they they played it the right way, didn't they? Yeah, they said sure. that they would as well, yeah. didn't they? Did they score too early? <laughs> Maybe they did, yeah. Um, it was like a handicapping, wasn't it, really? It was like, we'll give you a goal and then we'll see what what, what comes of it, really. That's what Michael Keane was doing, actually. He was just waking yeah. England up that day. Let's <laughs> go <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Master plan. Well, uh, I've just the midfield for me, it seems a little bit of a, a weird one, really. That I love... Declan Rice where he is but then there's no goals coming from anywhere in that midfield is there? I don't no. Know. We have like three up front that look really tasty but you want some kind of goals coming from midfield so maybe like Ruben Loftus-Cheek might be the answer Yeah. Um, but you need some sort of creativity in that midfield and, and, uh, 
It well, I like to... Madison from Leicester, to be honest. I wish he'd been given a go. Yeah, we just don't play with a number 10, do we? So maybe he's like a plan B. And, yeah. and also going forward, Phil Foden, I mean, I think he's going to struggle to get into in this system that Southgate plays where he gets a game, honestly. So, no. Anyway, uh, these are all fantastic problems, I'm sure, for uh, Gareth Southgate, because uh, if we keep banging four or five goals in, then I'm sure he'll uh, live with that. But uh, I think when we're covered up against somebody that's half decent, uh, we can't really play like that. Well, right, that brings me on to the Germany-Netherlands game. Uh, that looks a team rejuvenated the Netherlands. They they actually played in Germany and beat them 4-2. I mean, no no mean feat, but Germany are going through a massive transition there as well. So who in particular kind of impressed you in, in that? The whole team. Right. Yeah, just, they just look good. Yeah. It's, well, you know, it's always... young, but, you know, again, he's, he's just... Yeah. yeah. Wow, what a player. I think that it's always nice to see Germany on a little bit of a slide as well, but, uh, you know, Netherlands as well. They've always historically been a fun team to watch, haven't yeah. they? So it's nice to see them come back a little bit. Germany look very uninspiring. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that Joachim Lowe is still still there. Yeah, it's after that World Cup. Moving on to some of the CONCACAF uh, nations. The US played Uruguay and got a, a one-all tie there. After losing to Mexico 3-0. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, I didn't really see very much no. of these at all, I'm afraid. But okay. Uh, and I also noticed that Argentina handed Mexico their backsides on a 4 0. Defensively, Mexico, terrible that game. Right. Okay, so fairly uninspiring round of international games for our CONCACAF friends. What we'll do there, we'll take a small break and then we'll start with the round of games in the Premier League for this weekend. Okay, right, it's back. The Premier League is back, Ooh. as well as all the other domestic leagues as well, of course. We'll review the too early to open game, that's Liverpool versus Newcastle. Um, I think that's a pretty routine win for, for Liverpool, I suspect. For sure, very, uh, um, yeah. I mean, the only wrinkle, <laughs> the only wrinkle being that uh, it's an early start after an international break. But uh, I don't see anything wrong with Liverpool. Come on, Newcastle, make it interesting. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Liverpool might actually rotate the squad for this game. Like maybe have Oxley Chamberlain uh, play and some of the fringe players. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I heard also that Allison um, is going to be out until um, mid October right. at the earliest. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, at least there's a positive. If there's a, an, uh, <laughs> no, there's not a definite. For all other football fans out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, three o'clock kickoffs. Uh, some of the most notable ones, obviously, uh, Tottenham versus Palace. Yeah, it should be a good game. Um, actually, not feeling too confident about this. Palace are currently sitting in the top four. Um, one of my predictions to actually struggle this season, they're actually playing some really good football. Are Palace in the top four? They're at their four for the moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you been in England? <laughs> Where have you been? Zimbabwe? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Spurs need a fire, but we have players going back this weekend. And Dembele is going to be fit this weekend. Kelly okay. Alley should be fit this weekend. We've obviously got Ericsson for at least January now, so hopefully that thing will settle down a little bit. The only worrying thing for Pochettino fans, like myself, is that Zidane is probably going to lose his job in the next month <laughs> at Real Madrid. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it should be a good game against Palace. And also, Keane got his eye in, didn't he, over the international break, scored four goals. So. Kane, yeah. What did I say? You said Keane, but oh. that's fine. <laughs> Think of Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane did actually <laughs> score against Manchester City for the Premier League All-Star. Uh, goodness. There you go. So. <laughs> Not very well, folks. Temperature at 106. I am. Like I said, honestly, I'm, just, I'm playing through. We also have Man United versus Leicester. Most exciting fixture of the weekend. Ooh. I was looking at some stats earlier, if you don't mind, Paul. But, um, 
Since Brendan Rodgers has taken over at Leicester, he is now only in third place behind Liverpool Man City for points gained since that point. So, who's going to win this one? I think Solskjaer could be in trouble after this game, really. Pogba's out? Well, Leicester and United, I think those are the two teams that could sort of swap the positions from last year. Unbelievable, yeah. And I I think Leicester have got a really good attacking young squad, and that's what I think United want to be at, don't they? And... and, uh, Solskjaer, if he can't get a decent win here at home at Leicester uh, against Leicester, rather, I, I think he's in, in banging trouble. Let's get it right with Brendan Rodgers as well. As much as he's a narcissist, <laughs> I mean, he is actually a top draw manager, and everywhere he's gone, he's played really good football. And up for a Gerard slip, they probably would have won the title that year with yeah. him. So uh-huh. he seems to have got the best out of Vardy again. They're, I mean, against Chelsea, they should have won that game. Um, yeah, this this for me is a really interesting fixture, and. Um, It'll probably be a 2-2 draw, but Pogba's missing, Lambasaka's missing. Really? They, they, this could be an interesting game, yeah, to see where both teams lie right now. Absolutely. Uh, Wolves play Chelsea. Another good game, I think, coming off an international break. Yep. Wolves are uh, fancy having a go at Chelsea, I think. They're, they're a young team. Um, Wolves are due some luck as well after a string of Gosh, draws. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's nice not? to see them. It's going to be nice to see them actually having a couple of weeks off now. I know they've had players away on international duty, but again, they've had a break from the Europa League, which is going to hinder them, as we've already said in this program. But yeah, should be a great game to come back at home to Chelsea. Great atmosphere again at Molyneux. Looking forward to this one. Uh, there's a couple more on at three o'clock. There's Brighton versus Burnley and Sheffield United at Southampton, which I can't really muster an opinion about, I'll be honest. But um, they are nonetheless going ahead as planned. Saturday's late game is Norwich versus Man City. I just hope that Norwich have a goal at them like they did against Liverpool in that first game. For the sake of the Premier League. Yeah, just it may, it'll definitely make it a fun game if they do that. I also noticed that uh, Laporte is going to be out to the earliest January. So wow, that's a yeah, big loss. Yeah. And Hookie got player of the month, I believe. He did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and well-deserved to. Yeah, we, we're big Hookie fans over here. Uh, the, the, another Saturday late game is a big one, really. In the Bundesliga, uh, RB Leipzig are at home to Bayern Munich. Um, so it's Rod's picks uh, to do something versus the folks that pay your wages. And so, Leipzig do actually have a 100% record already this season. They've won three out of three. So okay, I'm looking to a lot of fireworks in this game. So. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah. That, Sunday, uh, Bournemouth versus Everton at six o'clock. And then Watford versus the Arsenal at 8.30. This should be... A fairly straightforward win, you'd think, for Arsenal, but... But Watford got the new manager yeah. back. Flores is back for his second term. New manager bounce. So that's... You can, I don't know what it is about that, but it most often <laughs> works, doesn't it, that? But saying that, Brendan Rodgers lost his first game for Leicester against Watford 3-0, so... Wow. Oh, blimey. Yeah, blimey. You know and that? <laughs> Pulled it out of the apple. Goodness me. Are you Brendan Rodgers' biographer here. Goodness me. <laughs> He has a picture in his house when you walk in of himself. But anyway, I'm not going to go into that. I, I bet you can't believe that that stat came up. Like, I, I can actually use this thing. Wow. There you go. And then Monday. Anyway. <laughs> on Monday, there is uh, Villa uh, versus West Ham. A rocking Villa Park. The Monday night. That should be a fun watch. Will West Ham have the stomach for it? Will they indeed? Interesting. But all the, uh, I'd like to say um, good luck to all the San Diego villains who are travelling up to their annual... Jolly big day. He's a big day out at San, in San Francisco. So yeah, 
Good luck with Chad going up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, say no more. Uh, yeah, I get a quiet day. <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah, brill. All right, well, we'll take a short break there, and we'll come back with Champions League previews. Champions League starts up for a different. Yeah, we've got it again this year. So uh, the first games are on Tuesday. I think the pick of the Tuesday games, um, for me personally, is the Borussia Dortmund versus Barca game, uh, which is at noon. Should be a very entertaining game, yeah. especially the way Barcelona are not really firing at the moment. Yeah. Messi's out. Messi's still out with this niggling calf injury. Um, I believe Suarez is still out. They're having problems with young Dembele up front. I mean. Griezmann missed a couple of penalties, I think, in France this weekend in the international game. So, yeah, interesting time. And, and Borussia Dortmund, I think it's one of those games where they need to re-establish themselves as a, a European power after you know, a fairly disappointing showing against Spurs in the knockout rounds last year. Dominant and, Spurs, I think you'll find. Dominant Spurs, <laughs> no, of course, <laughs> dominant Spurs. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they looked, it looked a little men against boys um, in that uh, tie. So maybe this is a, a time for them to kind of show what they're made of. There's also Chelsea versus Valencia um, and Napoli versus Liverpool. Yeah, I think Valencia just sacked their coach as well this weekend, if I, if my memory serves me right. They're in a little bit of disarray at the moment, Valencia. So I see Chelsea probably picking up the points in that group game. Napoli-Liverpool is obviously a, a rehash of last season's group game. Sure. Yeah. It should be interesting. Um, and yeah, I think this is like Liverpool's biggest test, isn't it? I think that if they can get away with uh, getting a decent, maybe a draw in this, I think yeah. they would absolutely take that. Away from home, yeah. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. Wednesday's games, uh, there are more to choose from that are, I think, perhaps more exciting. Olympiacos um, host your Tottenham Hotspurs. So, uh, what's, uh, yeah, what's the. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't really. I know little. I do have actually have Olympia. Olympicanos shirt. I think I do too. <laughs> Which is, I'm actually wearing just for fun. <laughs> yeah, to well, confuse all the people. <laughs> when I went to Corfu, I think I bought yeah. uh, Olympiacos sure. shirt. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I have nothing further to add. 18 to 30, was it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Excellent. Atletico Madrid versus Juve. I mean, yeah, but in my two trips to representative leagues as well, I can't see Juve not winning Serie A. And I really do believe Atletico, who again have a 100% record in La Liga at the top, um, they look nailed on for that title. Even though their manager, I think I think he's going back this weekend, he's been out with pneumonia, hasn't he? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So well, he does smoke 60 a day. I know, I don't know where he gets the time, <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, PSG versus Real Madrid. Again, these are two teams that no one really kind of, uh, their form in this competition can be so... Uh, wide-ranging, can't it? So. Zidane's on a knife. I mean, on broken ice as well right now. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I see him, as we've just mentioned in this podcast, he's got a big month. He plays actually Atletico Madrid at the end of this month as well. So, wow. Cool. Yeah. Right. And then, concerning our teams from the Bluefoot, Shakhtar Donetsk. Shakhtar Donetsk. Well done. <laughs> versus... I'll uh, say Man City. <laughs> versus <laughs> Man City, yeah. Uh, that's at t- uh, 12 noon. And uh, a lot of these games, it's very difficult to know exactly where they're going to be shown on what, uh, what networks and things because of the streaming and the BR Live and all that kind of caper. But um, yeah, we are the Bluefoot are definitely the best place to be. We will accommodate as much as we can. Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah. it's uh, you know there's a lot of Spanish language channels as well that will be showing them uh, as well. So uh, yeah, just keep on tabs on that really. All right, 
Europa League ball Europa. kicking off this week on Thursday That's as right. well. Arsenal, I believe, play Frankfurt away to Frankfurt at 9.45, 9.55 on Thursday morning. By the way, we will be open for these games, the, the early 9.55 games. games. We will be open every day for these. Right. Yeah. Okay, Wolves are at home as well to Sporting Braga. And Manchester United are home to FC Astana. Yeah. Very highly fancied. Force, force of Europe. <laughs> force of Europe. Sporting, Sporting Braga, I believe they're Portuguese, though, aren't they? I, I, yeah. Yes, because Bolton played them when they were in the uh, okay, you know, cool. Africa Cup, uh, <laughs> as was. Yeah, so yeah, that's a nice little trip out to uh, Portugal. Yeah, nice. and Frankfurt uh, hosting yeah. Arsenal, and I believe that Frankfurt were the team that Chelsea faced in oh, a penalty okay. shootout to get to the Europa League final last season in the semis. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, interesting. The Rangers are home to Feyenoord. Crumbs, big games here. Yeah, I think that's about it. Celtic are away to Rome in France. Okay, well, that's so, yeah. it. That yeah. seems like a very sophisticated trip. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Nice for the supporters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, when we come back, any other business? I was lucky enough to see my team play. Um, lucky. Baltimore Wanderers. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I mean, in a very little sense, lucky. Of course, because it's yeah, yeah, you survived, it, yeah. So. For sure, I didn't mean it. Yeah, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and a brand new era for Bolton begins at Rotherham. Uh, it's an inauspicious venue for world domination, but you have to start somewhere. Anyway, we are back, baby. We are back. Woo. So, <laughs> no Bolton. <laughs> so yeah, we play Rotherham, and hopefully, we won't get battered at five nothing, which is what we've been doing. Just recently. Thank you to those people that got in touch about the terrible shirts. Um, Charlie has been on. He picked out a particularly fetching Birmingham City number from 1992 that is all sorts of appalling. <laughs> um, there was the, the USA 94 shirt for me. I hold it in high regard, but it's probably absolutely terrible also. This is the denim one, but highly sought after actually those shirts now. But uh, if you have any more of those, uh, we'd still like to hear from you there because I definitely collect awful kits. So I'd like to hear more of those from you. Also, the footy from the foot curse continues in the FA Cup. Hastings United, who we were following, uh, were knocked out 3-2 after a replay against Worthing. So they now become the team we're going to get knocked out next round. How to make money people bet on the other team. <laughs> so yeah, Worthing um, are now are our, our team and they play St Albans uh, next Saturday in the FA Cup. So yeah, go, go Worthing. Nice town St Albans, by the way. But I oh, see you can't be kind of rooting for St Albans yet. No, okay, yeah, sorry. The next yeah. round, I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Um, so we've got forthcoming attractions at the Bluefoots. What uh, what we got in store um, this weekend? Well, we're going to be open six a.m. Saturday, six a.m. Sunday. Yeah, Monday morning we'll be open at eleven as normal for the twelve o'clock kickoff between West Ham and the Wolves. Mm-hmm. Tuesday we'll be open at nine thirty for the Champions League games. As so, Wednesday, 9.30 for the Champions League games. And Thursday, we're looking to open at 9.30 for Arsenal's opening fixture at 9.45, 9.55, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. That sounds fair enough to me. Okay. And if there's any NFL fans out there as well, we will be playing the Chargers game at 10 o'clock, as well as the Arsenal, which overlaps it slightly. The who? The, the Chargers? The Chargers. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Get in touch. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromthefoot on our social media streams, soundcloud.com slash footy from the foot uh, to access all of the, of the previous podcasts. And our website is footyfromthefoot.com. Please let people know if you're enjoying it. Uh, the more the merrier. 
Uh, also, as uh, thank you to my pal David Sankster for our uh, theme tune and the outro that you are about to hear. Give a follow at one in twenty Parkinson's. All right, we are going to leave you with um, some a DVD extra, um, a little bit of a conversation that we had when uh, we recorded something whilst I was in the UK, and it was very early in the morning uh, in uh, in San Diego. So uh, yeah, pick the bones out of that and. Uh, We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening. Are you there, Paul? Call, I'm Colin Bolton. Are you there, Paul? I, am I coming through loud and clear? Oh my God, Paul, <laughs> this is, how are you? <laughs> this is Bolton calling. Uh, I'm, I'm very well indeed. It's four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. and Sorry, Friday afternoon. And yeah, it's... Uh, uh, fairly dreary day, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here, and uh, it's good to hear uh, your voice, and uh, yeah, uh, have a transatlantic podcast. It's going to be good. I apologise, but we're all living in a massive heat wave at the moment, and um, yeah, it's not dreary at all here. In fact, it's about 85 degrees already. Oh well, I, I mean, at, at least I'm not involved in that. I can uh, <laughs> I can cut with a bit of drizzle, but uh, I'm not. I, <laughs> forget that part. <laughs> Yeah. So how's it been? How's it been? Have you seen any uh, football things? I've gone through. I've done a lot of football-related things actually. Um, so the first thing I did was a really kind of weird thing. Really, um, there had been talk of a plaque that had been set up um, that was commemorating the first ever league goal scored by any team when it was first set up in eighteen ninety-eight, and I went hunting for this thing. And it was ridiculous. I, like I've, it was in a sort of fairly run-down residential part of Bolton. And it was stuck up about 12 feet up in the air. If you weren't looking for it, you would definitely miss it. And it's slapped on the side of some electrical workshop. This very ordinary-looking red building with the shutters up. It was really sad. Apparently, there used to be playing fields where this building is now. But it was really sad that they had uh, this kind of ridiculous, oh, I don't know, just uh, like nothing kind of building commemorating this pretty sort of momentous occasion. But uh, So that, that was one thing I did. I've also been to uh, see a Bolton game, which was fantastic. Um, it was um, a... Well, the equivalent of the old Sherpa Van Trophy, the EFL Cup, the leasing.com trophy, and we were playing uh, Bradford. And it was the, the first game uh, since we've been, uh, had our uh, first home game, rather, uh, that since we've been um, saved as a club. And uh, there was a very kind of, uh, just a, a sense of goodwill towards the players that were playing for us, that they were... You know, everyone was there to celebrate the fact that we were, had a team to support in the first place. Uh, they, uh, the owners, had said it was five uh, quid in the door, pay on the door, free parking. Um, There's going to be a free uh, program, which was, by the way, a, a folded piece of A4 paper with the team news on it. <laughs> they'd even use color. Didn't even use color for um, color printing as well. <laughs> It's all done in black and white. We. Uh, 
Um, yeah, we actually got nine nine new players. So that nine was new, good. Nine new players. I thought it was two. Wow. Okay. From I think a couple of loan signings, a couple of people that were on our books that were renewed um, their terms and all that kind of thing. So all in all, about nine new kind of like players or senior players that joined the club. So that was at least something. We, we yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. We drew one all. Uh, we had the youngest ever team represent Bolton. They uh, were nineteen, I think, years old, average age of nineteen. They did really well, but it was really interesting to see again against like these pros who just knocked them off the ball. Like they didn't even bother. You know, it was really fun, but they did really yeah. well. And yeah. they got a draw. Yeah, one all draw. It's got to see a goal. Looks like we've got a couple of good young kids in the. Uh, in the ranks coming up, so everything looks like it's pretty, pretty positive. So it's good. Yeah, good, good stuff. How about yourself? Uh, I, I know that I was uh, fairly disappointed to not be around for the uh, North London derby, I... which I survived. Thank you, everybody out there. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's one of the best days I've ever had at work. Actually, it was um, it was jolly good fun. I was like an army of one. I did get a couple of people in the bar, a couple of the Wolves fans who I kind of put under my Tottenham wing. <laughs> James Freshwater, thank you very much. Another guy I know, Joe, I give him my uh, San Diego Spurs scarf to sit at the bar with. And um, he sat next to Ariel, who kind of follows Tottenham as well. But, um, yeah, I was an army of one singing songs at the Arsenal Boys because, yeah, I took kind of a bit of abuse. But there was one poignant moment when the whole bar of Red sang, We Love You, Rodney. Which, (laughs) (laughs) but no, all in all, it was a great day. There's some great pictures out there. Thank you, Carlos. Uh, for taking all the pictures. There's a great one of me and Mikey McLean just before the game. Saw that, We're actually yeah. for a water a water tower, which looks like some <laughs> ridiculous little trophy for the North London derby, but I can guarantee it was a water tower, <laughs> not a trophy. Oh, that's but, nice. Uh, yeah, we'll try and post that picture, I think, actually, because it's a really good one. Yeah. So, in all in all, it was a great weekend, actually, in the Blue because Saturday morning we had uh, Bayern Munich playing, Aston Villa playing, Manchester City playing, all at the same time, which he also welcomed uh, Borussia Dortmund that morning as well. Cool. Uh, 9.30, when the Liverpool game. Unfortunately, they lost to Union Berlin, I Ooh. think 3-1. <clears throat> okay. Excuse my voice. But, um, so yeah, their inaugural game at the Bluefoot didn't turn out quite as they anticipated, oh, which yeah. made the Munich fans very happy that morning. <laughs> so, all a very interesting weekend, yeah. Is uh, the Dortmund uh, fans uh, showing up that Bluefoot going to be a, a thing that's going to continue into the future? I hope so. They just released their, their, their round of 7-13 games in the Bundesliga and they do have some nine thirty games and stuff. So um, I'm hoping there's a girl, Kim, who's a Leicester City fan as well, as well as Borussia Dortmund. And I seem to be working in hand with her and... Um, She's been very cool. She's promoting this uh, little podcast we're doing as well. Nice. And um, yeah, so yeah, big shout out to Kim out there. Thank you. Great, excellent stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, regarding the game, um, I actually it was happening during uh, my mum's like birthday celebrations. I uh, yeah, so I didn't get to see a great deal of this, unfortunately. But That's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I I know there was a couple of uh, incidents. I know that. Um, uh, yeah, that the, there was a penalty kind of claim and all that kind of thing. Uh, accusations of uh, Harry Kane diving and things like that. Was a, uh, have I misinterpreted any of those sorts of things? 
I just think Harry Kane's very slow, to be honest with you. And instead of um, pulling the trigger, he put his body in a position where he would be touched and went down. I don't think it was a dive dive, but I think it was a very cynical move by him. And being a Tottenham fan, I'm trying to be very political and conservative here, how I'm saying it. But yeah, um, no, he, he looked he looked silly. <laughs> right. But there you go. It was a beautiful ball, actually, from Nocelso to put him through. He just seems very off the pace. I, I, Lloris said it this week. There's something missing. There's something missing. Maybe now the transfer window's closed. We know what's going on. Pochettino's still there. Apparently he's had clear the air talks with Levy. I don't know what that's about. But then it comes out the story this week with um, the guy Bruno Fernandez. There's a lot going on behind the scenes again at Tottenham. And now Pochettino, as much as he was looking forward to moving into the new ground, is now saying it's going to hinder us. So... And Trippier seems to be playing like a superstar in Spain, so yeah. <laughs> that was always a puzzler for me, really, because I always thought that he was just a, a good player that had had a bad season, really. I, I didn't really get the idea that he was all, all of a sudden a real bad one. I think that was always no, going to happen for me. But... To be fair, Paul, most of the England boys had a bad season. Yeah. <laughs> At Spurs, anyway, because, yeah, they had a very tiring two years, and then um, with the World Cup. Yeah. Now he's had a rest. He looks like the player he was before that World Cup. So, yeah, yeah a little a little frustrating at the moment. But um, Arsenal came back. It was actually a cracking North London derby. So yeah, it seemed like I didn't it. Expect, yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect to go tuning up at all. So <laughs> never, never done the blue, blue foot so quiet at that moment. Because <laughs> well, that was the thing. I think they, they you scored on the break a little bit, really, didn't you? It was, yes, for sure, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so against the run of play, you uh, you were tuned up, but uh, yeah, they kept pe- pegging away at it. And, uh, the post in the second half as well, though, so two one. Harry Kane hit the post with a cracking shot. Yeah. A cracking shot from Son as well in the first half. That what a wonderful save by the keeper, Arsenal keeper. Um, all in all, two two. I said two two before the game. Yeah, I take that. Everybody seemed to go home, kind of <laughs> happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the place was still standing. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, glasses were claimed, everybody went home quite happy, which <laughs> was the perfect result for everybody. Excellent. Yeah, good stuff. Well, that's, it's all about fantastic stuff. I'm, so, I'm very sad that I wasn't around to, to witness that firsthand. Okay, Paul, we're going to talk a little bit more about your visit to the UK, and mm-hmm. we're also going to talk about the European Champions League draw, which was quite interesting for a couple of teams. Yeah. But um, have you been anywhere of any more interest in England? Any more soccer-related yeah, um, I went to, there's a brilliant museum, if you get a chance to travel to uh, Manchester, there's a fantastic uh, museum, the National Football Museum, you can do some little tours there, they have all sorts of different pieces of memorabilia and uh, the history of the game, they have Diego Maradona's shirt from the uh, the England game, the Hand of God game. Can you pinch that for me? <laughs> <laughs> brilliant story attached to that, I loved it, that... Um, after the game, Maradona and Steve Hodge, who was like a journeyman centre midfielder, weren't he, really? I mean, they had both been chosen from the two teams to go through the drug protocol. Whilst they were kind of waiting for, you know, like nature to call sort of thing, of course, um, yeah. <laughs> Steve Hodge gives the, the, whole, the international sign for swap shirts and he swaps his shirt. So um, <laughs> Steve Hodge... Wow. Is actually the owner of the um, of Maradona's I'm shirt sure. <laughs> that he then lent to the the museum. Um, wow! And uh, the the fella 
that uh, was doing the, the tour made the crack that I'm sure if you go to a museum, the National Museum of Football in Argentina, you'll see Steve Hodges' shirt. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, but there's, yeah, there's How a whole, whole... Was it a small shirt? Tiny, t- honestly. It's like a schoolboy's really? shirt. He's only 5'5", five five but it really yeah. put it into context how tiny he really was that uh, uh, he could get in this thing. It's absolutely beautiful shirt. That that kit particularly is one of my favourites. So, um, yeah, for sure, yeah. I'm looking actually to purchase one myself. But yeah, that's why I was hoping you'd pinch that one for me. <laughs> but never mind. Maybe it probably wouldn't fit me anyway. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, certainly, <laughs> I'm certainly fit very few people, really. So... <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, really good, um, really good day out. That if you, you get the opportunity, it's really worth worthwhile and super cheap. Honestly, did you uh, manage to see any of the Champions League? Um, I, yeah, I'm just um, looking at it um, for the first time today, really. But um, uh, Spurs, are you happy with the with what you got given there? Totally take that. I mean, we 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 were looking at a, a horror groups, but Red Star Belgrade. Olympicanos, and then obviously the one big game is the Bayern Munich game, where I have to say we've only won a trophy in the ground just before the season started, so good <laughs> omens there. I hope. Happy hunting ground. one group of so-called death, which was Barcelona being drawn with Borussia Dortmund into Milan. Yeah, Slavia Prague. Then there was a really nice moment for Slava Prague, and it was a beautiful moment actually at the draw when Slava Prague got pulled out of the hat for that group, and... The officials from Prague just looked at each other and smiled. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> problems. Yeah, no problem selling tickets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very good. Napoli uh, being drawn again with Liverpool. Napoli mm-hmm. are going to be a different... I mean, they could have gone through so easily last season against Liverpool. The Liverpool obviously went on. They scored that goal against Napoli at Anfield and then went on to win the whole thing, which to my annoyance, but never mind. But... um. They've got a relatively easy group to get out of as well with Salzburg and Genk. Yeah, I think if Athletic, C- sorry, go on. I was going to say, if uh, City looked like if they could have hand-picked a group, they would probably come up with that, wouldn't they? Atlant- no, Atalanta. It to me because Manchester City think way for got like um, <laughs> an agenda against them, but they never seem to get a very hard group in the, the group <laughs> stage. So yeah, you take it. Atlanta could be a tricky little one because they're, they're an upcoming team. Yeah, the... The worst part of all of that is the travel, I think, really, isn't it, for City? But, yeah. I'm going to jump in with the um, Europa League, actually, with Manchester United. They, I think their shortest journey is something like 6,000 miles round trip. So, okay. for the Europa League, they've got some horrible games to look forward to. So, <laughs> that, that's Europa League. We'll cover that at another junction. Just... Another good group is Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, Juventus, and Lokomotiv Moscow. That could be an interesting group. Chelsea seems to have a relatively nice group. They're, you know, they've got the Ajax team there, but obviously Ajax have lost players now. Valencia could be a little tra- tough yeah. trip. Yeah, that's that's a tricky one, I think, for Chelsea, especially if Ajax uh, continue in the way that they did from last year. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you a curveball now. Do you manage to see any of the cricket while you're over in the UK? I believe you went to a game, didn't you? Oh, well, I went for anyway. yeah, a couple of days, the uh, uh, first two days of the Test match. And uh, yeah, the first day was a little disappointing in terms of the weather. Uh, the second day was a little disappointing in terms of England's performance, but it was, uh, yeah, cricket. Spo- uh, never let the cricket spoil the day at the cricket. Is always <laughs> been my motto. So, uh, am I right? Thinking there was a bouncing ball, beach ball that came onto the pitch at one moment. Oh, somebody but, talking about that on the radio, but yeah, yeah, but many of them. Like, and, <laughs> well, the thing is, the, the there's a, a thing called the the, the party stand, and okay. it's it's the the largest 
temporary stand in Europe right now, and this thing is ridiculous. Uh, it's wow. like just scaffolding, and like, I, I, how this thing didn't blow over in the wind. They must have been shaking. It must have been horrible. Yeah, that sounds horrid. <laughs> so, uh, but I wasn't involved in that. I was on the opposite end of that. But you could see all of the, the, the you know, the wind carrying all of the, the uh, beach balls and great big watermelon like bouncy <laughs> balls and also yeah, all sorts of stuff like Brilliant. flying off the field. But uh, it, <laughs> it's all in good fun. Uh, For but sure. it, it's it, yeah, again, really fun. It's first time I'd seen an Ashes test, and so uh, had a had a lot of fun. It's good. Brilliant, brilliant. Glad you're having a good time. <laughs>